This week's episode is brought to you by Nubatama, the ultimate ninja clan. Tired of your opponent having more cards in hand than you? Well, now with Nubatama, you can wait. Really? Okay. This week's episode is brought to you by Murakuma, the ultimate in shadow cloning. Now you can save cards in your hand with Murakuma. Or, there's also Shadow Stitch, which lets you do things when you don't hit, I guess... Welcome to Nexus tonight. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Daddy. And today we are talking about the uh, one of the two ninja clans from Vanguard, Murakumo, which translates to Gathering Clouds, I found out, which is slightly less gay than the actual clan itself. Um, Did ne- you just make a gay joke? Oh, yeah. Are yeah, you how? fucking in seventh grade? Yeah. Wow. Like... That is the most lowbrow thing I've ever heard you say. I'm actually <laughs> kind of impressed. Did you try? I mean, okay, here's the best part. We've said much dumber and more lowbrow things on this show. I and... mean, wait, 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 wait. We're in a new era. What? A new we era? can make these jokes again. I guess. Oh. It is Trump's America, so I guess they can't stop you. <laughs> it's our uh, freedom of speech or something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I, I was just fuck. I was, and freedom of speech means we're free from the consequences. I just so, wanted yeah. to make friends. All right. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, try harder. <laughs> uh, pretty sure if I do that, I'll get punched in the nuts through so, the computer. Anyway, so Murakumo. Murakumo. So basically, why Murakumo exists? Well, you see. Back in the very first set, BTO1, Descent of the King and Knights, there was another ninja clan that Bushiro deemed too powerful, so they discontinued it for two years. But then Bushi was like, wait, we still need a ninja clan, because this is a Japanese trading card game. What the fuck do we do? And boom, we have Naruto the clan. Okay, so uh, translating from Gabonese... uh... So Murakumo is a clan that focuses on uh, calling copies of rear guards they already have from the deck and then returning them to the bottom of the deck. So we're going to call that shadow cloning from now on. And the previous ninja clan he was talking about was called Nubatama, which uh, Bushiro deemed too powerful because it focused on taking cards out of your opponent's hand, which was a little too broken for the time because, you know, you use cards in your hand at guard. So, uh... It, it, Murakumo and Nubatama have a very kind of checkered past, which uh, we'll get to Nubatama eventually, because we we got to do every clan eventually. But um, in the meantime, uh, let's focus on the uh, art, like just the one with the raw deal. Let's be honest. Um, so Murakumo debuted in BT05, the Awakening of Twin Blades, along with Neo Nectar, actually, which we covered a couple weeks ago. Um, and this was also in a set that came with Dragonic Overlord The End and uh, Majesty Lord Blaster, so they were not off to a good start. No. An interesting thing about Murakumo is in that set, for in BTO5, they got one triple R, which is Covert Demonic Dragon Mandala Lord, and Murakumo actually had this issue with early Neonectar, where um, 
Bushiroad wasn't entirely sure what they wanted to do with the clan because Murakuma got cards that were like Counterblast 1, clone this, or clone itself, and put it back into the deck. But Wandala Lord, its ability was Persona Blast. When this unit is attacked, your opponent's uh, unit loses 10k. So that had absolutely nothing to do with Shadow Cloning at all. So, but also this isn't the only Murakumo card that negs your opponent's um, attacking unit. Because there's also Shirayuki, which is an archetype in Murakuma that does the same thing. That it's triple R grade three does the same thing. So it started off kind of torn between playstyles of like this one of setting up for this persona blast that negs, but also cloning stuff. Yeah. So it was just like Bushiro wasn't a hundred percent on what they wanted to do. Um, yeah, another issue that arised at set five is they thought that cloning units for the turn would be very powerful. So this is back when a lot of clans would have to counterblast two or three to plus one. So for Murakumo, they gave a lot of cloning that was like, and I'm talking about Midnight Crow and Million Rats, that was on play, counterblast one, clone it. So get another one from deck. And in order to balance this, they ended up making a lot of their rear guards 6k or 8k so that they wouldn't hit nice numbers uh, against uh, 11k vanguards, which were still very popular. Yeah, um, and then th- this the next time they got support was in uh, BTO nine Clash of Knights and Dragons. So this is where Shiryuki came in, who was like Mandala Lord, where instead of ten, it was instead of minus ten k, it was minus twenty k. So it was also lip break instead of Mandala's just regular passive skill. True. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, there was also a ride chain that came out during this time, and uh, which was also shadow cloning. Really good ride yeah. chain, honestly. Like. Magatsu. Yeah, we we have a uh, Matt started like a legacy format on campus, and that's one of the decks he built. Nice. Yeah, if, if you hit the ride chain for Magatsu, you're just it's just so much like pressure early. Oh no, it's it's disgusting because you can shadow clone two cards and get three attacks a turn without even needing to use your hand starting turn two. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, yeah, like you just play twelve crit. And you just, you know, you ride grade two, play a booster behind one one of the rears, and then you go nine, ten, uh, 16. And then you're like, okay, ride my grade three, call two, uh, fucking 10, 11, 18. And then now your grade three is the bottom of your deck, so you can't possibly, like, trigger them and be dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's actually pretty it's, – it's probably one of, like, the better – Looking purely at the ride chain and not the support it got out, it's probably one of the better ones, just because, like, how much early pressure it can do. That's true. I think it's in the same kind of league as Zeal, where, like, if you got it off, it was, like, you know, pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zeal was, but... only, was only nuts if you actually had rear guards to call and abuse the negged power. True. Because, like, when you rode your grade 2 and 3 for the first time, it wouldn't do a whole lot if all you were doing was a vanguard or one rear guard. Too. Yeah. But um back on the clan at hand. Yeah. So Murakumo, much like many, many, many clans of Bushiroad, was one of their forgotten children where they would get support like once a year. Murakumo got support in set five, in set nine, then in set fourteen, then like half the clans 
in the game did not get Legion support, but they got a like a promo Legion that was actually coincidentally one of the better promo Legions, but it didn't get full Legion support. And then it got straight to GB, uh, GBT03. I mean, then it got, yeah, we're, 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 we're like jumping through stuff. Like we should like probably stipple in on, uh, BT 14 where I mean, I'm just saying that like, like it, it, it was one of those clans where they would only get support very rarely, like with Hector or with Tachikaze. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I want to make a point about, um, how Murakumo sat, um, strength wise at BT nine. Yeah. Um, they were actually just slightly under the best decks at the time. So at the time there was Dote, uh, there was MLB, MLB, uh, some Gold Paladin variant. I'm sure probably it was probably like uh, Ezel. Spectral Duke. Or uh, I think Spectral Duke had started falling off at this point, but I think Duke was Ezel... done at this point because Crossride started becoming a thing, and Duke became just like. Okay, intercept, no pass. Oh, yeah, okay. as oh, and Vermillion, right? But uh, Merkuma was like just under those clans. Like it, it was, it was pretty strong in its own right. Uh, at least uh, the Magatsu variants. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, it was a little weak against uh, some of those other clans. Interesting. Um, so it was good. Was we'll get to that. Um, and then in BT fourteen, they got their break ride. Which I had literally forgotten this thing existed until I just clicked on it. Uh, Kogra was a great break ride. Uh, Covert Demonic Dragon Kogra Bloom, where Counterblast One, when a Murakuma rides this unit, you may pay the uh, you may pay the cost. If you do, choose your Vanguard gets plus ten k until end of turn, and search your deck for up to two cards with the same name as that unit. Call them separate R. Shuffle your deck near the end of the turn. Return the unit's call with this effect to your hand. So basically, it's kind of like Magatsu Storm with a break ride. Um. I don't really remember this thing at all, and uh, it was supposed to work with um, the Hyaki, or, uh, Covert Demonic Dragon Hyaki Vogue Reverse, which drove me crazy because the re- it, this reverse unit was not a reverse of anything. It was just by itself somehow. <laughs> like, it, it drove me nuts. I don't know why. Like, th- there was a reverse unit for Neo Nectar that didn't have a you know no- normal counterpart but it got a promo which had the normal counterpart so that at least made me feel better but this thing is just kind of like evil from nowhere yeah the point is you were supposed to break ride this on Kagura bloom and then activate its effect to have like two 21k rears and then uh you called that promo that unlocks things and have three 31k yeah yeah or something yeah it was great i beat nouvelle with that but um (laughs) <laughs> At the same time, that break ride wasn't just for reverse, because if you wanted to not be an edgelord and not play reverse and act all anime weeaboo, you could just keep playing Shirayuki and search for two Persona Blast targets and then guarantee yourself a double neg 20. That's true. Had that done to me, and I was like, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. It was, it was rough. Um, but yeah, that, that was pretty much all of Murakumo's support before G era, aside from this promo Legion, which was also pretty good. Um, look, actually that promo Legion of like those, what the, all the promo Legions are basically Bushiro's way of apologizing for not giving clans Legion support and Murakumo arguably got one of the best ones. Uh, I, what does it do? 
One second. I'm trying to find it because all of these are named the exact same thing. Stealth and... Dragon, Stealth Guys, just Beast. Look for stealth, just look for Covert Demonic Dragon or a uh, a Stealth Rogue of something. This does not... How hard could it be? This does not help, sir. Uh... <laughs> uh... What's the name of the stupid thing? I'm just going to Legion because the Wikia has everything under it's Legion. It's Onmyo Stealth Rogue Seime. All right, go for it. So it Legions with a Transformation Stealth Rogue Kuzunoha. Um, Counterblast 1, if this unit is uh, is Legion, uh, choose a unit on your Vanguard Circle. Search your deck for up to two cards with the same name as that unit. Call them to separate rearguard circles. Shuffle your deck. And then end of turn, put the unit to the bottom of your deck in any order. What made that really good, though, was... Because you could pick either Vanguard, you would obviously pick the Grade 2. Because what the Grade 2 did is when it's placed on rear, you could solve last one. If your Vanguard's in Legion, you pay the cost. If you do, pick a rear guard that isn't the Grade 2, search your deck for a copy of that card, call it to rear, shuffle your deck, and put that card at the bottom of your deck at the end of your turn. So basically for the net cost of Counterblast 1, Soul, two, Soul Blast 2, you could turn one unit into five. So that's not too bad. Like that's very good for hand conservation, and you could just re-ride grade three, re-legion soul blast, and then just re, just re-legion stuff back into deck. It's a pretty good combo. It worked pretty well. It worked great defensively. It was it was pretty solid. Like not gonna lie, seems about right. Um, also in the anime, uh, Shingo Komoe, the guy with the, the bowl cut and the glasses, uh, played this clan, which, um, kind of sucks because like, wasn't too popular that kid. Yeah. He was a, he was a bad character, low key. Yeah. Or high key, as we're saying it on a podcast. But um, to be fair, to be fair, he was one of the only people in the show who play like, he's a, well, one of few people in the show who play multiple clans. Yeah. I thought that was neat at least. Um, I mean, he only but he he talked about playing multiple clans, but he didn't really do, do it. He in one episode he used the really like the second Narukami Mega Blast even after Eradicators got support, and like he rode a Spike Brothers unit, and that was like about it. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, At least he's, he's kind of realistic. I guess so. Well, jumping forward from that, there was a big old gap between BT-14, then the Promo Legion, and then a GBT-03, Sovereign Star Dragon. Uh, Murakuma once again got support in uh, with Yasui, Yasui, whatever you want to pronounce it, who was, uh, uh, his, he was, he was the stride break or whatever you call it. So when you strode on top of him, you could counterblast one, pick a rear guard, and call two copies of that from deck, and then they go to bottom. Um, this was also meant to work with the major stride of that set, which was, um, oh my god, I'm blinking. And I use this, and that's Homer that. Homer Raider. Raider. Thank you, sir. So, Homer Raider's skill was Counterblast 2, flip up a copy of himself. At the end of the battle that he attacked, you pick three cards with the same name, shuffle them into your deck, and restand them. Um, he had Drive Minus 1 if he did that also. So, uh, this was a restander, and somehow it managed to be not enough to propel Murakumo to, like, you know, competitive status when usually that's what a restander can do to a clan. Um, the real crime of this set was that for the double RSP, 
Like, they gave it to the PG, which is standard. Yeah. And they gave it to the Magatsu Typhoon Legion which instead terrible. of Yasuie, the Stride Bear. Yeah. Is that actually what happened? Yes. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah. Magatsu Typhoon. <laughs> I just. Sorry, go. Jesus. I just. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And. Ma- I think even Shaharot got an SP and he was their double R. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't think Sharha got an SP. Did he, did, like, uh, this doesn't matter. I'm going to check this up for myself, but... Oh, wow, you're right. <laughs> that was tragic. Yeah. Why was that set real? Jesus. I don't know. And then also, uh, actually, that's probably a good mention. Uh, uh, Magatsu stormed out a Revival Legion in Magatsu Typhoon, which was when this unit legions choose up to five of your rear guards with Magatsu and they get plus 5k and boost till end of turn. And then also <laughs> act... Choose a card from your hand and discard it. Search your deck for up to one card with the same name as the unit on your vanguard circle. Call it to rear, and at the end of the turn, return the unit called to this effect to your hand. So what I didn't understand was this skill was on Legion, and the way Magatsu works is it's act. So why wasn't this act? I get the feeling that this was a typo. All right, so you know how there's this, like, Magatsu support for, like, giving power to Magatsus, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Guess how many other units with Magatsu in their name were in this set? Zero. Yeah, you'd be correct. Well, that's kind of sad. <laughs> hey, it's just like that really terrible Royal Paladin ride chain that everybody forgot about. Because it was in the same set as Jewel Knights. Yeah. I forgot about that thing. Yeah. Everybody forgot about Sanctuary Light. Yeah. So sad. But, like, they print this Magatsu Legion, which is, like... I don't know if the Legion is good or bad. It's uh, it's uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, like, they fix, they give no like consistency support to the ride chain at all. Yeah, there's like here's revival Legion. That's all we're giving you. Enjoy. Yeah, and then on top of that, like the like, just I don't know. I really get the feeling it was a typo that auto meant to be acts, and then just if this unit is in Legion instead of when this unit legions. Not a typo because it would have been errata. Wasn't errata. It was just. It's just a bad Legion skill. I, a boy can dream, can he? All right. I, I'm saying that the Legion skill would be better yeah. under the assumption that there are more rear guards with Magatsu in their name instead of just the ride chain itself. Oh, definitely. Yeah, seems about right. Well, you know, maybe the next time Murakuma gets support, Blau got more. Blau got grade ones, and I've been asking for that for years, so, you know. Yeah, maybe dream- Magatsu just once. Yeah. Um, uh, on Bushi, give give them a ride chain fixer. <laughs> but uh, Yasuie is kind of uh, important because he's going to kind of attempt to dictate what the clan does. Yeah, <laughs> which we'll we'll, uh, get, we'll get to so that. At, yeah, go. Well, I want I want to talk about where the clan is as as far as GBT three. Yeah. So as far as uh, GBT three, the clan is all about shadow cloning. And basically, you want to keep all rear guard around for the grade three Yasue. So on stride, you choose one of your rear guards, choose up to two, uh, search your deck for two cards with the same name of it and call them to R. And then you, at the end of turn, you put them on the bottom of deck as per usual. Um, and so a lot of it was just like having one card, like Charcoal Fox was a very important card at this time. Uh, 7K, grade one, GB1, um, whenever it's placed on rear, choose up to four of your Charcoal Foxes and give them 2K. Wait, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt. It's a blue unit. What? 
Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I thought we were talking about Murakumo, not Neo Nectar for a hot suck. Yeah. Oh it, no, no, it, it is indeed a bloom unit, but <laughs> might as well be anyway. But yeah, just wanted to make sure we were on the same page for that. <laughs> and they did have a really fun starter named uh, Chain Sickle Stealth Rogue Onifundo. Love this thing. Which uh, it had an it had an auto skill that at the beginning of your main phase. Uh, it was GB one at the beginning of your main phase. You could Soul Blast one, bounce it to hand. And then look at top three, call one from among them, and then at the end of turn, put the call unit on the bottom of your deck. The best what you part do, of that, um, you, you go into it, you play Murakumo. Yeah, but what you would do is you would um, be on Yasuye, you would stride, choose on a fundo, call two more from deck. Uh, uh, hopefully you were playing the three, because that way you had maximum fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess you would have to gain an extra soul somewhere along the way, but it, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then yeah. you would uh, soul blast three and uh, rounce these three 10k shields in your hand. And, and and get some free pressure out of it. Yeah. And also, you don't lose the um, the 10k because the cards you call with Gosuya Strides will go back into the deck. So you actually somehow figured out how to plus in Murakumo. Yep. Mm hmm. Um, Hard. Good stuff. But so the, the problem with Murakumo in general is that because you need these Shadow Clones, uh, it, it, it gained this problem of. Uh, if you take your things, if you take your, you know, shadow clone targets as damage, if you draw into them, it, you know, kind of screwed you over. So Murakumo gained this problem of losing to game mechanics. Wait, are we talking about Murakumo or Neo Nectar? I'm confused. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I knew we shouldn't have done these so close together. All right, so... I would have made that joke either way, and you know that. <laughs> I know, but it would have been nice to put, like, a buffer between one plan analysis and another. Fuck it. Moving on. It's called Mega Colony. Oh, shit. And yeah. try three. We already have enough buffers. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, th this became, like, a bit of a problem. And it, it did not feel good to see that Deer Chronicle had, like, you know, such a good recycle engine. And... Murakumo didn't, especially because G-Guards came out, and you know, Gears get you know, put a trigger in a normal unit on bottom, and Murakumo goes oh, so we're going to get a thing where you put two cards with the same name on bottom, right? No, you pick a rear guard, search your deck for a copy of it, put it on guard circle, and then put that thing on the bottom. So, the so as we move into G-Guards, yeah. I just want to say that Murakumo G-Guards are among the worst in the game. Oh yeah. It is very common for my for me to be playing a game with Murakumo, my opponent will attack for like twenty eight k, and all of my G guards will be fifteen k shields. Seems about right. Um, and I'll just be like, "Well, I'm gonna guard with this heal and drop a crit, and not even call a G guard because none of them matter." So sad. So just like Link Joker and Narukami and, and Aquaforce. Force, yeah. <laughs> Hi Jaime. Um, I think on average the quality of Murakumo G-Guards cost me on uh, about two to three cards a game. That's pretty sad. That's really yeah. sad. It, at, it, at least the new G-Guard's good. I, but, well, like, it's so sad the best G-Guard we get is not only GB1, not only has to flip up a card, uh, flip up another G-Guard, it also is just counterblast one on top of this. Yeah, seems about right. Well, going on from that, uh, the next time Murakumo got support was in Technical Booster 2, the Genius Strategy. Now, I sold the deck about, like, around the time of the reveals for this, so this is where my knowledge drops off and Matt's comes in. Um, Genius Strategy had Great Nature, Mega Colony, and Murakumo. 
and uh, it's also where uh, Murakumo's keyword came in, which was Shadow Stitch. So but, Shadow Stitch is a keyword when uh, one of your units attacks a Vanguard. If the attack did not hit, you gain you gain some skill. Wait, is it Vanguard restricted? I thought it was just didn't hit, period. No, it's, it's, it needs to attack a Vanguard. Oh, never mind then. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world necessarily, is it? Oh, no, um, I'm just, I just figured it was just generally if it didn't hit. Man, it'd be so fun if somebody like dismal something and you want to get like some shadow skill off. You just attack the rear guard that they dismal, just get it off for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's that'd be great. Yeah. I can think of some times when I do that, but it, I mean it's not it's not that common. So they just force you to attack Vanguard a lot. So there are a few important cards to come out in this set, and I guess I'll just start with the biggest, fanciest one, which was Ambush Demon Stealth Dragon Shibaraku Busta. This was the GR of the set, right? The cover card. Yeah. So uh, this is why this is part of the reason that Onifundo is less useful now is because uh, of this particular character who needs a, a, a who eats up a lot of soul for himself, which doesn't let other people have it. <laughs> and there are other cards that also want to eat some soul, and we'll talk about some of those. So it's an act skill for Generation Break 2. Counterblast 1, Soul Blast 2. Choose a card from your hand and discard it. Then you choose a card from your drop zone and return it to your deck. Choose one of your units. Search your deck for up to one card with the same name as that unit. Call it to Rearguard Circle and shuffle your deck. Until under your turn, this unit called with this effect gets continuous on Rearguard Circle. This unit performs a drive check only for the first battle during this turn. And this at the end of turn... Put that unit on the bottom of your deck. So this was kind of unheard of, wasn't it? Yes. This is like... So there was a one episode, like, a Vanguard, like, five ever ago. I don't fucking remember when it was. <laughs> where, uh... Gotta earn that explicit title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where they were playing, like, every rearguard in front row gets a drive checker, or like, can perform drive checks or whatever. Yeah. Well, this just does that for one of your rearguards, except it has to be the first battle. What I love about Murakumo stuff is they just kind of give Murakumo really new ideas and just kind of see what happens. Like there was this, they were the first ones to neg Vanguard, uh, neg attacking powers with, I just, I just think Murakumo gets some generally interesting stuff. They get abilities that proc when they don't hit Murakumo in terms of mechanics has some really interesting stuff. And I just appreciate that. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I remember people like the, when they first revealed Shibaraku Buster and the translation wasn't quite concrete yet for English People are like, oh my god, stand triggers are broken. You can restand your thing and get more drive checks out of it. And they're like, no, it's just for the first battle. And people are like, oh, fuck this. So, so this guy is uh, actually really, really good. It's an inherent, it's a, it's a it's hard plus one, but it, the Soul Blast 2 cost is very large. Um, one interesting thing about this card is so you get, if you have a, if you choose, you can choose your Vanguard for the effect. It'll call your Vanguard to rear, like, it'll clone your Vanguard on rear, and it'll be, like, you know, a grade 3 Vanguard on rear. It'll get Twin Drive, because it has a Twin Drive ability, which basically says, if you perform a drive check, if you perform a drive check, perform two instead. Wait, is that uh, actually how it works? Yes. That's busted. <laughs> yeah, so cloning your Vanguard makes this a plus one overall, in addition to five drive checks. Seems about right. Um, what other, like, sort of stuff came in Tech Booster along with this? So, another important card, and this this is going to start to define how the Yasuie deck works, is Ambush Demon Stealth Rogue Yasuie Tenma. 
So this is the finisher stride for Murakumo. Um, I, people typically run only two of this because if you somehow do, if you somehow use it and fail, you're probably just out of resources completely. So it's uh, Generation Break 2. You just per- Persona flip himself. And until end of turn, he, uh, he gains the Shadow Stitch ability. Um, Counterblast 1. At the end of your unit, at the end of the battle that your unit attacked a Vanguard. Your unit, not himself. If the attack did not hit, you may pay cost, which is Counterblast 1. If you do, search your deck for up to one card with the same name as that unit, as the unit that attacked, call it to Rearguard Circle, and shuffle your deck. What's important about this card is it doesn't say open rearguard circle. This is uh, a first thing to notice. Spikes so you can have, color. yeah. So you can call things over themselves. So you can basically just turn into a bunch of attacks. Just I'm gonna, if I still have a bunch of clones in my deck, I can say okay, okay, um, attack with my rearguard 11k. They're like guard. You're like okay, clone it from deck. Attack again. Clone it. Uh, uh, guard. Okay, clone it from deck. If they're at five, they have to drop a card for every attack. Another thing to notice that if your Vanguard attacks, it has the name of your heart as well. So you can clone your heart on when the Vanguard does not hit. Not bad. Um, so this is this is a very good finisher stride. That took long enough. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the other thing you were talking about when you said eats up soul, right? Uh, so it's it's not this card specifically that eats up soul. It's um, a card called Stealth Dragon Yasha Bayashi, mm-hmm. which, um, so you notice you have to counterblast every time you call a new unit with Yasui Tenma. Yeah. Which means that if you have um, two front row rear guards, you can get one, two, seven, eight attacks with your Vanguard, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, for a, finish, for a finisher stride, we're only hitting for 11k a bunch. It's probably not super great. I mean, if you're at but, five. Right. But uh, there's this card called Yasha Bayashi that has a soul, bl- when it's placed on rear, you can soul blast one. If you do, it gains 2k, and, and it gains a Shadow Stitch ability with red text. At the end of battle that this unit attacked a Vanguard, if the attack did not hit, countercharge one, choose one of your units, and give it 2k. And then it has a continuous skill that if you have a grade 4 or greater Vanguard with Yasuye in the name, it can attack from the back row. Or it can attack a Vanguard from the back row. Pretty good. So you can start, if you like start cloning this with Yasuye Tenma, it's, you can just put it in the back, right? And it just gets free attacks because it countercharges for the as long as you have soul for it. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah the the last card I kind of want to talk about for um, Markumo and the tech booster is Stealth Demon of Crow Feathers Fugen. So this is a starter that would probably that comes to replace Onifundo at this set. It's um, has classic forerunner as a GB one Shadow Stitch ability. At the end of the at the battle that your unit attacked the Vanguard, if this unit is boosting. And if the attack did not hit, it's a lot of ifs. Yeah. Choose a rear in the back. Choose an open rearguard circle in the back row, and you may move this unit to to that rearguard circle. And if the, you move this unit, stand this unit. Not bad. So not bad. it keeps it keeps any trigger effects or any of that. So you just move it, and it keeps everything. It's very good on uh, t- weak ten turns because you can bounce it between the back corners after each of your columns miss, and have a bunch of sixteen k attacks instead of eleven. Nice. And you can all, it also has an act ability, which is not GB-restricted, where you rest it, you ch- and you choose a normal unit from your drop zone and put it in the bottom of your deck. Then, if that card had the Shadow Stitch ability, you choose one of your units and give it 3,000 power. Good stuff. So this is uh, the bigger cycle engine for Murakuma. I mean, they needed something, anything. Like, it was this and Shibaraku, right? 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it should also I mean, these these are these are pretty good on their own, to be fair. Yeah. It should also be noted that Fudin also uh, opened the possibility for the ability uh, for uh, you can now double restand with uh, Homer or Raider. So the way to do that is you need the Amber Clone, which is Rune Star, where if it's boosted and attacks a Vanguard, you counterblast one, search for a copy of itself, call it to rear, and then at the end of the turn, bounce the copy to your hand. So you need an L shape of three of the same unit. You can accomplish that either with Yasui's Stride Skill or the Stand Trader that can put itself back and Shadow Clone something. And then you need a, like a, a column of Rune Star and Fudin. So you do, uh, you know, Homer Raiders Counterblast 2, flip a copy of himself. You attack with the two of the same unit, and then you attack with Homer Raider. He puts back the L shape of the same thing and restands himself. Then you attack with Rune, uh, Rune Star and Fugin, Counterblast, search for another copy of Rune Star. Hopefully your opponent either has to guard or took a trigger on damage, so they're at 16. So Fugin moves himself to the other side and restands. Then Rune Star attacks again for 14. Counterblast, get a third Rune Star behind your Vanguard. Then you attack with Rune Star again, and then put the, uh, or sorry, attack with Homer again, put the three Rune Stars back, and restand him for a second time. So you get six drive checks. But this also takes four Counterblast and, like, a lot of things to not go wrong, so it's really inconsistent. <laughs> but the possibility is there. <laughs> so I think it's neat. Yeah. Um, there's also some dueling of, dragon. Sorry, go on. I was just saying that was a lot of words Atlas just said. Oh, yeah. I'm out of breath. <coughs> Gross. Yep. They also have to actually guard stuff, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think this is one of those things where I have a bunch of open counterblasts, and they're at four or five. Hmm. You know. Uh, whatever. It's just it's just one of those like harebrained scheme like an Ed Ed Nettie type thing where people are like, I guess it's possible, but you know. Yeah. There's also some dueling dragon stuff, but I'm not going to talk about it. I don't feel like it either. Uh, Gabe, do you want to talk about it? I will only because talking about dueling dragons actually gets to an overarching point about Murakumo I want to make by the end of this video when we talk about kind of the issues with the clan as itself. It's not a video, though. Fine. Live (laughs) journal. Blog. (laughs) Podcast. Let's be real here. It's a damn podcast. Just fine. Dueling dragons, also known as... Ketoryu for all the weeaboos out there. So, how does this begin? So, in the greatest set to ever be released in the entirety of Vanguard, Extra Booster 1 comic style, Murakumo got a triple R. Not just any triple R. Dueling Dragon Zanbaku. Zanbaku is in all caps, which is why <laughs> emphasis is of the utmost importance. Now you see, it had two abilities. The first ability is if you have a non-Murakumo van or rear, it becomes a 9k. Because remember when those abilities used to exist. Yep. Good time. Its other ability, which is just too damn busted... At the beginning of your opponent's ride phase, if they have a grade 3 or greater vanguard, your opponent may choose to discard a card. If they don't, they can't normal ride. 
just think about all the decks that doesn't stop. And now Bushiroad thought about that and thought, hey, we should make this an archetype. So they did, and it has more support than Magatsu. It's great. It has a crossride because crossrides still exist. Now we have the dueling dragon king Zongeki. With this, with, with this bad mama jamma does is <laughs> okay. Sorry. Beginning of your opponent's main phase. If you have Zonbaku in your soul, you may counterblast one, and if you do. Your opponent's vanguard gets the ability, when this unit attacks, choose a card from your hand and discard it. If you don't, this unit gets drive minus two. So basically, your opponent either discards one or does a single drive check. Busted, am I right? Like, <laughs> damn. That's a that's some busted shit. It's what? great. It's one and bad mamma jamma. It has another ability, which, because you need to have Zonbaku in the soul. So to help you do that, its other ability is on rear. You may counterblast one and retire itself. Search your deck for two copies of Zonbaku. Put one to soul and call the other. And at the end of the turn, the one you call is bounced. So it's actually a it's a, it is a plus because you do well. It's a it's a, it's a break even, but you get the deck thinning bonus. You get the soul, so you don't even need to ride Zonbaku, then cross ride into Zongeki. You can ride straight to Zongeki, call one, and then just do everything from there. So, admittedly, Zongeki isn't awful. It's kind of hilarious. It forces your opponent to nag. Not bad, but it also has a couple support cards. Which in, there's a grade one, which is the Stealth Beast Drone Shifter, which is act counterblast one. If your vanguard is a dueling dragon, choose a rear, choose a unit so you can choose your van. If you have another copy of that unit, um, you can choose two rear guards and they get two K and the ability to attack from the vanguard from the back row. So it makes some kind of pokey shenanigans. So like that's an interesting. Support card, not 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 bad. I'm reading these for the first time right now, so <laughs> um, we got the du- we got the Stealth Beast Trick Arts, which is when this is units placed on rear, choose a unit, and if you have another copy of that unit, search your deck for for a dueling dragon and put it into your hand and shuffle. But if you choose to add a card, you have to choose. You can also choose a card. You have to choose a card from your hand, and you can move it into your soul. So what's nice about that is early game, let's say you already have two copies of a card you call Trick Arts, you have Zonbaku but not Zongeki. You can add Zongeki, move Zonbaku from your hand to the soul, and then ride Zongeki and you can start doing the defense shenanigans. Now, we also got some grade 2s, which are actually retrains of those old um, cards that activate on the left and right column of the front row. So, you know, retrains are always really cool. We have the Stealth Beast Slicer Wolf, because Edge. Yeah. Um, this, one, this one's for you, Miles. Its ability is, when it attacks a Vanguard, if your Vanguard's a dueling a dragon, it gains 2k, so it's an 11k attacker. And in the right column of the front row, because circle-specific stuff is cool, when it attacks the Vanguard, if you if you have a dueling dragon Vanguard, and you have its partner Stab Fang in the left... 
uh, Slicer Wolf become, gains another 5k. So basically, if you have Stab Fang, Slicer becomes a 16k attacker. Now what Stab Fang does is when it's called to the left column of the front row, if you have a Vanguard with Dueling Dragon, you may pay the cost. And if you do, choose a unit that isn't itself. Search your deck for a copy of it. Call it to a rear. Shuffle your deck at the end of your turn. Put it on the bottom of your deck. Now, admittedly, as cards, the, the um, Dueling Dragon support isn't awful, but its key issue is a lot of the support cards rely on having two-plus copies of a card when it doesn't really have any clone mechanisms. Like, it just, like Stab Fang does the most cloning pure Dual Dragon support does, and you kind of have a lot that you need with it, so that's just kind of a bit of the issue that Dueling Dragons have. And that's it. That's all the that's all the, the duel the duels that we have. I feel like I wasted my life. We're playing Vanguard. You should have realized yeah. that a long time ago. You said you right. wanted to make some point about the clan. What'd you say? You said you wanted to make some point about the clan. Oh yeah, I can do that now. So I mean, <laughs> I'll, do, do you talk about BT ten first? Because mine honestly is just about the clan as a whole. So that should probably oh, save sure. till after we talk about all of its support. All right, so BT10 um, is the um, – or GBT10, I should say. Yeah. What is, that? what is the name of the set? Rash, Raging Clash of the Blade Fangs or something, whatever yeah. the Japanese title was. Uh, it, it's where the clans are starting to get to their new grade three or, G, you know, Yasui A G day. What? Okay. Like their second uh, stride bearer forms. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess I'll start with uh, Stealth Rogue of the Trial, Yasuie. So this is the uh, Yasuie version 2.0. And uh, this one has a rearguard skill, for, with, and, it has a, and it has Shadow Stitch. So at the end of the battle, this unit attacked a Vanguard. If the attack did not hit, draw a card, choose a card from your hand, and put it on the bottom of your deck. So this is going to start to define how Murakumo uh, starts fixing all of their problems. Um, not but some... I mean, yeah, yeah, but or tries to start fixing all their problems <laughs> by just filtering hand a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. And his stride skill is counterblast one during your turn when your G unit stride, you may pay the cost. If you do, choose one of your units. You can pick himself this time, and search your deck for up to one card with the same name as that unit and call it to regard circle. Then, until end of turn, the called unit gets shadow stitch. At the end of the battle, this unit attacked a vanguard. If the attack did not hit, return this unit to your hand. So just not at, uh, at face value. So this is not thinking about any of the new support at all. You stride on this guy. You counterblast one, clone himself. And then when you would, if you attack with it and it doesn't hit, you bounce it to your hand, draw a card, then put the Yasui you bounce on the bottom of your deck. Which effectively turns this into a counterblast one plus one. Not Well, like it should have been. Because that's what yeah. things usually are. So, it's a, you also got an attack out of it and a card out of your opponent's hand. So, seems about that, right if, if they guard it. So, yeah. So this is kind of the uh, the new uh, the new direction, at least the one I've been testing a lot of uh, where Murakumo is going. And I know a lot of people, other people, have been testing this as well. There, uh, they did fix the mistake this time. It is now SP also, unlike good. the original Yasuie. 
right. uh, while still being a double R, like the original Yasuya. Tragic. I don't know how to feel about that. Go <laughs> triple R's in that set. Uh, Murkumo has one triple R, and uh, I guess I'll talk about that next. Yeah. Uh, Rogue Deity of the Third Realm, Yasuya Goma. Uh, this was showed in the show. It killed uh, was the Shadow Paladin guy, Kazuma. Kazuma, Kazuma. yeah. yeah. Uh, so it is. Uh, it has an act once per turn. Uh, Persona flip itself, and then choose up to two face up cards with Yasuya in its card name from the G Zone, and call them to separate rear guards. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so you chose just... the idea of like original skill topics calling G units. Yeah, <laughs> just. Let's just, I mean, I guess it was only a matter of time because you're like, oh, Vanguard, uh, uh, Merkuba wants to clone a bunch of shit. What are they going to do? Clone G units? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if they ever leave play or turn face down or whatever, what, what have you, uh, they go back to the G zone. So if anything weird, weird were to happen, then they just go back to the G zone instead of staying in play. So even if they're Actually, locked by Freeze Ray or something? Yeah. Cool. Actually, serious question because I haven't really thought about i don't really think about murakumo um what what happens if you cloak can you just not use them as like shadow clone targets well you have to search your deck for them so no you can't tragic yeah so the other thing that goma has it also has a shadow it has a shadow stitch skill separate from its um act skill that says at the end of the battle that your unit attacked a vanguard if the attack did not hit Draw a card, choose a card from your hand, and put them on the body of your deck. So if you stride this first, you counterblast one. If you on try on a, a stealth rogue of the trial, Yasuye, you counterblast one, call a Yasuye to rear, activate Goma skill, call a Goma to the other rear, attack with your Yasuye, and now you have on, you have three shadow stitch abilities for one card. Not bad. So you can annoy your opponent the most. Like, do you want to let it hit? And I've been testing the um, Shadow Stitch PG from Tech Booster 2, Shizune, which says whenever one of your units with the Shadow Stitch ability hits hits a Vanguard, you can Soul Blast one and bounce it to your hand. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is really funny with a bunch of Shadow Stitch abilities because your opponent's like, I can guard everything and you can get all your abilities in order for this PG not to go back to your hand. Right. Or you can just let the PG go back to your hand and I take the damage. Yeah. And then... But it's really good with um, the rear guard Goma because 15 plus 6 is 21. Yeah. Um, so... Th- this is... like uh, Shadow Stitch and like this whole thing is the whole catch-22 done right, I think. Where... Med- um, go on. Mega Colony has this thing where, where a lot of their skills make this catch-22 for the opponent. But one is clearly worse than the other. This is like, you know, both are about equally as beneficial, I think. One problem I have with the Shadow Stitch mechanic as a whole, while I do think it is a cool mechanic, I do dislike the idea of Punisher mechanics. And what I mean by a Punisher mechanic, I mean a mechanic where your opponent gets to choose which thing is worse. Yeah. Because they can always make the decision which hurts them least, which hurts you. Yeah. Um, what what other stuff is in this set for GBT-10 that's, like, worth mentioning? Um, so those are the two big cards for Murakumo. 
There is a fairly interesting um, quintet wall, which the cost is pretty high. It's a counterblast one, soul blast one. You call five cards, and if you call the unit with the shadow stitch ability, it gets five k. Like in addition to, uh, yeah, five k shield in addition to whatever else you called. But it also has a continuous skill that all of your grade three or less guardians will go to the bottom of your deck instead of to your drop zone. That's pretty cool. So there's that. But I'm not sure if I even care enough to play this card. I really dislike Quintet Walls, and this one is Counterblast 1 and Soul Blast 1. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if I'm already playing, like, if I already want to play the PG, which Soul Blast, um, the, uh, the guy, Shibaraku Buster, who Soul Blast 2 and still has some soul for a couple Yashabayashis, then this is going to be pretty much impossible. So, well, you also still have the Unflip PG, which is still beneficial because you have, you, you do Counterblast a lot. Yeah. But if I'm I'm planning to play more Onibayashi post GBT ten, so uh-huh. hopefully that makes it less important. Yeah. Um, where do you think this set leaves Murakumo competitively? I think Murakumo is better, but still not great. I mean, Murakumo has a lot of bad matchups, um, and against Gears, Night Rose, um, Kagero. Uh, most just most of the retire clans and anything anything that can inter- that can kill one of our rear guards on our turn, because for Shibaraku Buster, if they remove the rear guard that has the drive checks, even when it's attacking, you don't get the drive checks. Oh, that's annoying. Because the battle just ended before the drive step even started. I mean, if it's at the end of the battle, it doesn't matter too much, does it? Right. So I mean, yeah. Look, no one no one cared about Borg to begin with, but. Oh, I was thinking of uh, Belog. Oh, sure, but, yeah. but that's that's not the the issue is getting the drive checks, not. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Like they denial Griffin, it you're just like, well, I guess no drive checks for me. Yeah. Oh, speaking of denial Griffin, uh, with Shadow Stitch, does that still proc your Shadow Stitch abilities? Or Did you hit? No, but don't they? Yep, do, there you do, go. Do they still have to be around or? Uh, if they have the Shadow Stitch ability, they do need to be around. Mm-hmm. But if it's Tenma and you denial Griffin something, it, it I did not hit. Jingles. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. Denial Griffin doesn't interact uh, well against Tenma in that way. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Well, but those are the major cards from the new set. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, we're probably going to go into more depth once uh, GBT-10 comes out in the States here. Because we're going to have to cover everything. Because that's us. Um, oh, that's, that's uh, coming up next month. So... Uh, stay tuned for that another four episodes later or five episodes later. Um, what does anybody have any other like notes about Murakumo in general before I get yeah. into the, yeah, go for it, Gabe. So um, as I think we've pretty, as we've, I think the point that we've made pretty frequently is that while it's not awful, Murakumo is and has been for a very long time in a pretty bad spot in terms of its support. And one issue that comes with it is if you look at the Murakumo cards, it has five different archetypes. There's Yasuie, there's Magatsu, there's Hiyaki, Shirayuki, and Dual Dragons. That's a lot. It has five... There. Do you know what else has five... Archetypes, Royal Paladin. Wait, Jewel Knights, Alfred, Blaster, uh, 
Well, t- Sa- it has ba- well, it has a lot. Point San- is, Sanctuary Guard, Sanctuary of Light, one other thing. Well, the point that I'm trying to make is for a clan that only gets support like once a year or once every half year, I guess. It has too much support that is that it's being spread too, too thin. thin. Yeah, because either Yasu Yasuie is definitely the focus, but that means. Everything either goes to Yasuie or is in the garbage, and there, there's just so much stuff that needs support that Bushiro just kind of, it's just not really viable for Bushi to do all of them justice. Because as we've talked about them, all four of the non even well, Yasuie does too, obviously, but the four non Yasuie ones, they all have a lot of issues in, the, in terms of their support. And none of them are getting solved because Yasuie is the front runner for Murakumo support, and one um, one other archetype per Murakumo support gets like the dregs that Yasuie doesn't get. So, like everybody else is left in the dust. This set Hyaki got a decent amount of support in the tech booster. It was dual dragons. But, like, Dual Dragons, they kind of shoehorned in, and people were like, why? Why is this a thing? Um, and I, I really do think that the whole, like, introduction of Dueling Dragons was stupid, um, just in general. I will say, at the beginning of Breakride era, people did buy uh, Zanbakus with some, with a, at a decent rate, because, oh, you have to discard a card to Breakride, gotcha, get. <laughs> yeah, seems about right. <laughs> um, well, it, it's time for the thing we do every clan analysis. You work at Bushiroad in the card design department, and you've just been fired. You were about to send some cards down to the card design department, and you decide, fuck it, I'm going to break this clan. Break Murakuma. Okay, well, I have something that I just thought of ten seconds ago. It is a complete ripoff of Royal Paladin's Brave Starter. Rest, or put this unit into the soul. Your Shadow Stitch abilities will activate even if the attack hits. Oof. That's kind of neat. Just guarantee Shadow Stitch hitting. Because the issue with Shadow Stitch is if your opponent's at like 2 or 3, they'll tank your good Shadow Stitch abilities so you can't use them. Now you can use them. That's a good start. Not too bad. Um, I think I would really enjoy, like... All Murakumo cards have this thing where they're like just really overly balanced. <laughs> like, I would like it would have been so nice if Yasuie Goma just flipped anything, because then you could do this thing where you play like three Yasuie Tenma. You do your first Goma, flip a Goma. You do your second Goma, flip a Tenma, and like a third Tenma. Yeah. You still have two Tenmas left, and then you call your fourth Goma and you flip whatever, and it's like, oh, it's I have three Goma, act- I have three Goma strides instead of just two. I mean, granted, I don't think this breaks the clan. I think what would break the clan would be, like, some Shadow Stitch ability that gives, that makes a bigger thing every time, so that even if they take a bunch of triggers on damage, then you're just like, oh, don't worry, I can still hit, because I have a huge, I have an even huger Shadow Stitch ability. Um, mine would be a G-Guard, since your, your G-Guards are so abysmal, which is when this unit is placed on Guard Circle, uh, choose one unit in your drop zone for every unit with the same name that you put on the bottom of the deck, it gains plus 5k shield. So even if you just put one, that's 5, two, that's 10, three, that's 15, etc. And I did not say normal unit, I just said unit. 
So, traders, go back in there. <laughs> Is that yeah. pre- pretty good? Or high, high, high trigger recycling is pretty cool, but yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to say one thing that fixes the clan itself. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like this clan is very overly balanced compared to a lot of other clans. I mean, as a Pale Moon player, I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have something to say about that, but I don't think this is the time nor the place. I mean, we'll, we'll get around to it eventually. Uh, say it. Just, it's fun. <laughs> Pale Moon got nothing in Character Booster for you. I mean, no, that's stuff. not what I wanted to say. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just kind of give a snippet of kind of what it is, and we can, if you, if people want to ask me about it, they can find me on Twitter at Wiggums or in, in uh, either one of the Reddit discards or Proofs Discord. But uh, I think that Cutie Paratrooper, because it's like a free call whenever you call it with the Magi ability, is actually hindering Magia support. Well, like it's uh, preventing it from getting more. Uh... Yeah, Bushiroad is afraid of this card. I can see that actually. That's a, that's an interesting point of view. I, I kind of want to talk about that. That's a, I actually I just want to know more about it. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't think this is the time or the place for it. But uh, yeah. James uh, James James brought that up to me, and I was like, this makes a lot of sense because yeah. I mean, it and Paratin are both free calls, and so if they give too many battle calls during uh, for Pale Moon, then there's too many attacks during the attack phase. Seems about right. Um, let's see. But yeah, again, sorry. Murakuma. Uh, I I don't know. It, it, it just kind of, like, it, it seems like the Shadow Stitch stuff is a good step in the right direction of, lo- like, getting away from losing the game mechanics. But Yeah, I do, I do like the draw put on bottom, actually, quite a bit. Um, I played, I was playing a game against Brave, <laughs> or against Spike Brothers, actually, where Jared? my opponent... Yeah, against Jared. Yeah. And my my opponent was setting up for a tiger turn. He had a very low number of cards in hand, so yeah. acing was really dangerous. Yeah. And he just sets up for Dirty Picaro, you know, trips tiger formation. Yeah. And I during my, during the turn where I, I thought he was going to go into this, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to filter to two heals. Nice. Like, I just, drew, I just drew, 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 just trying to, you know, try to get through my deck as much as possible. And he had to guard everything, so. I like and it. And I... I end up trying to finding two. I, I need at least two heals and or PG combination, mm-hmm. and uh, ended up finding them and being able to defend against the Mayhem Tigers. Right on, good stuff. Um, yes. Okay, I gotta ask. So, you picked up Murakumo about like a month ago, and right. I I was really confused why because like you and I both made fun of the clan a lot. And oh, I still make. Fun. And then all of a sudden you're like, I want to try it. What, 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 uh, what's the, what's the reasoning there? Oh, just thought it was cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think, I don't really think it's cool, but I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool in that uncool kind of way. It's, it's the fun kind of jank. Yeah. You yeah. know, you get to be like, you talk to people about Murakumo and people, like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the, the, I feel like Bermuda's, I've been playing Bermuda recently. It's actually really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That that's pale moon. Speak of turbo, and then like uh, it, it was like that with brave for a while, but Jared has it now. So um, yeah, so uh, I, I can't really tell you what why I picked up Yasuie. I was kind of like scouring, and I was like, yeah, I'll just pick up a Yasuie deck right now, why not? And then 
I ended up, I ended up just getting it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just like playing kind of off the beaten. I like kind of like playing like weird clans, like not major clans. Yeah. They're pretty fun to me. And I kind of... I was in this thing where I was like, my clans aren't getting support for a while. I need something to like, you know, like fill the gap as yeah. it were. Cause you know, it's, it really sucks when you have clans that are just on the brink of support and it's just like, you're just waiting for it. Yeah. Like I'm in a situation with the mention police where I'm just like, all right, support in, you know, like a week and a half, two weeks and it's not here yet. Yeah. I mean, that's the same with great nature. And then with, uh, with this next set, you, you have it with both Tachi Kaze and Murakumo. And then yeah, I- this is the first set in like I don't even know. I think BT thirteen were at Vita That's funny. Um, I wish I could hold the same. Aw, but I'm suffering. I mean, you you did just have try three, so you have something to sink your, sink your teeth into for a while. No, because I have Nova Grapplers in BT ten. That's true. In a month. <sighs> okay. That's cool. Well. Until but, next time. What? Sorry. Well, hold on. Hold on. No, no. Uh, I, I, I think um, as far as like in the meta, whatever you want to talk about, uh-huh. I think Murakumo is bad against every single one of the top decks. That's sad. Because every single top deck either is too aggressive, i.e. Sanctuary Garden, mm-hmm. or, well, I guess all of them are very aggressive, but that's not, well, well that's, that's a different discussion. Yeah. Or have strides that deal with your Shibaraku Buster. Yeah, or G-Guards, or whomever. Oh, yeah, sorry, G-Guards, I meant. Yeah, yeah. so both uh, Negro Lily and uh, Hetero Round. Ah. I, just, I, just want, I just want to say this now. Fuck Hetero Round. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I Actually, okay, what do you guys think about this idea where we just talk about cards that are limiting design space? That's yeah. That, that's a very good topic. I think uh, I was I was actually thinking about writing something down about this um, today or earlier today, and I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot of information there. Sounds good. Um, sounds. Sorry, what? Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for that, I guess. Um, but until next time, I was Atlas. And I'm Matt. I'm Gabe. And have a good night, everyone. You too. Take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.